Yeehaw! There is a tide in the affairs of men, which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune. There are days when all we have to fear is fear itself. We choose to go to the orbital. We choose to go to the orbital in this Sidewinder and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. There are times when all beings must stand up and be counted, must fight for what they believe in, must stand their ground and say, enough and no more. But this is not one of those days. This is just Hutton Orbital Live, where an absent Vantaeon has sent these inspiring words. Our mics are live. Good evening, good evening, everyone out there on the sub-ether waveband. This is Hutton Orbital Live, and I'm Harry Balzac, your host for this evening of fun, frolics, and more cheese and onion crisps than are good for us. We've opted for a circular formation this evening in the studio. It means we're more likely to trip over some wires if we go to the fridge, but it does make it easier to pass round the talking stick. And incidentally, later on, the port, assuming clockwise matters in zero-g. Anyway, joining me around the metaphorical campfire are... Wilma Fingerdoo, your favourite tongue-twisting troubadour. Mia Harkness, your favourite apology officer. Sorry for that. Norma Snockers, friend of Flossie, the Pilots Federation's favourite pilot. And I'm missing Lou. And I'm Juan Care, your favourite double entendre. And I say, hit me with those crazy beats, Mr Bongman. All these worlds are yours, except Y's 0855-071418. I think no landing there. Things are looking up for pirates in Garoji. Cutting onion head is making people cry. Cat paws in court proceedings. Rochester's got something loose in his attic. Tenth Fleet, second place. You can find Lou Does in the dictionary under Thankless Task. And I'm here to let you know what you're doing. Speculation is rife about why a particular planet and Y's 0855-0714 should suddenly become permit-locked, at least temporarily. Commander Timo Kepler was attempting to perform a routine scan of the surface of planet 1A, an otherwise unremarkable icy body with a reasonably high percentage of sulphur and carbon, when his panel flashed, a permit is required to land here. His ship's computer reported that the incoming scan data was corrupt and he was dumped, unceremoniously, into a state of oblivion by a scarlet crate. Now, it should be remembered that this system, these days, is a beacon of truckerishness 
a glistening star in Alvin's collar was not always quite as reputable. Before we rescued the system from its own small brand of infamy, the outpost Yamazaki Landing was a pirate's lair, complete with red skull holograms, haunting noises that caused your spine to shiver nearly as much as Cecil saying, and just off to cubicle three, and a black market that used to sell actual black marks or spots. The pirates that used to live in the station don't, not anymore, but we never did find out where they went. We can't be sure that what happened to the hero of this story and Commander Timo Kepler has reported that once again, back in his Cobra Mark III, he returned to the planet and this time he was able to land without incident. A search of the planet's geological sites revealed no clues as to the reason for what appears to have been a targeted attack. And even the lake inside this extremely large volcano was no help, nor was the nearby surface named Blofeld's Cathery and Monocle Emporium. Only time will tell, but we do understand that a message was recently sent from the planet's surface asking for details about the upcoming Odyssey initiative and whether there were suits for sale that could have the lower section adapted to accommodate a wooden leg. In our second possible piece of pirate news this week, our attention has been drawn by Commander Okayam to a tall story. A one-story installation, Goodwin's Progress, sits on a tall pillar of rock, a 20.2 kilometre piece of rock, a rock that's a column, the sheer size that not even Shea Blackwood would, could ascend. What's it for, you may ask, and who would choose such a high up, hard to reach, inhospitable place for their base? The first thought was, in a word, Rapunzel. This was dismissed after Cannon did some research into the tensile strength of braided hair the strength of human follicles and the weight of a prince in full space legs, even with only 0.27g, and concluded that it would be possible, but since hair grows at about 1cm per lunar month, it would take over 168,000 Earth years to reach the ground. So that's where our theory fell on the ground. Or didn't. Our second thought was Jupiter Rochester. We figured that this was somewhere he could hide away from the authorities and at the same time practice his putting. But that was before today's news, more on that story later. Our third thought, which we admit really should have been our first, was the Don. Yes, dastardly Don Antonacci is always looking for new places to hide and hatch his nefarious schemes. And this, the exact opposite of an underground lair, would suit him down to the ground. Or up to it, if you see what I mean. Goodman's progress is a high security system, if you'll pardon the pun that sits immediately in the dark, sits permanently in the dark, nestling in the tidally locked grungy A1. It's the exact opposite on an underground lair with sentinels instead of piranhas and Moma's bog spaniels instead of cute little kitty cats. The security perimeter covers the entire plateau so no picnicking signs could be considered superfluous. There's nowhere for an SRV to sit peacefully, making it necessary for ships to land inside the security zone before disgorging the buggies. Which leads to the kind of reception that a Thargoid might get if it gatecrashed a hackswing convention. Some say that if you listen very carefully if you fly past the installation, and if you can manage to tune out the sounds of the laser blasts in your hull coming apart, you might, just might, hear fiendish cackling in an Italian accent. The planet of Panem, an Earth-like world in the Kappa Vernacus system. 
is famous for two things, being the only place in the galaxy where onion head has grown, and more recently for nearly running out of it. There are places in the galaxy where owning and consuming this drug is completely legal, but plenty more where it is not, which has led to a thriving trade on Panem for visitors who like to buy some purely for medicinal purposes, you understand? This is not normally a problem, but this Earth-like world is just a little too Earth-like. It's suffering from climate change, partly because of all the smoke emitted from the myriad visitors and natives puffing away on hand-rolled licorice paper wrapped bundles of onion head seeds mixed with tobacco, which has led to a planet-wide shortage of the entirely harmless and not at all habit-forming narcotic and his unexpectedly sudden drop in the impulse buying of chocolate-based snacks. A spokesman for the Panem Onion Head Growers Association said, Last year was the worst year ever. It's laughable that Onion Head is in short supply on Panem. Onion Head can still be purchased through legal channels, but the price has rocketed by five to ten times. In order to keep prices low, black markets have asked for oregano and dried basil leaves to be delivered, so that they can stretch their supplies. This has led to much of the planet now smelling like an overcooked pizza, minus the pineapple, of course. The recent trial of Fleet Admiral Lucas Vincent was a remarkable affair, not least because of the behaviour of two of the lawyers. As you know, galactic distances make it difficult for courts to meet physically, and so it's routine practice these days to use holomy images when presenting cases. The problem was that one of the defence lawyers had fallen foul of a practical joke, and his holomy, normally a sober figure in a dark pinstripe flight suit, had been replaced by that of a cat. A cute cat. One that was bound to get the sympathy of the court and murmuring as well, Ah, little kitty. Could be heard from the jury box. The lawyer apologised and claimed that behind the scenes his wife was attempting to undo the changes made to the homie and all might have gone well except for the prosecution lawyer not wanting to give his opponent any leverage. Like to switch on his console marked rebuttal and his homie probably appeared as a puppy. Well obviously that meant war and the two went on the attack, adding false noses to each other's characters, fake scars, even replacing the background with ones portraying somewhat insalubrious places. All in all, an ever-escalating attempt to discredit the opposition. It is believed that during this point in the proceedings that Jupiter Rochester took advantage of the uproar in the courtroom to make his now famous, now infamous escape to the HIP 54530 system and two lawyers were heard to make threads regarding getting their dad because mine's bigger than yours. Talking of Jupiter Rochester, we know that there's a community goal related to the freshly unlocked HIP 54530 system and Flossie will no doubt give us the official story, but I, Norma Snockers, am here to tell you that here at Hutton we reckon that all this combat is just a smokescreen. The real reason behind the permit was so the Pilots Federation could send in pilots for search and rescue missions to to retrieve certain items. Yes, it's understood that the missing miscreant is hiding out at his secret base, the one where he keeps his stores of moustache wax, extra bad guy twirling strength. I thought it's where he kept the plans for the Death Star. 
No, it's his secret rebel base, isn't it? I heard the heaps of panther clipper there. I'm sure somebody said it was actually Raxler. Anyway, we say watch the skies as thousands upon thousands of ships are destroyed. Provided, that is, Alex Zuno gets back in his cockpit and the true reason for us being able to visit HIP 54530 and silently criticise their choice of soft burnishings will be revealed. Meanwhile, a certain Mr Bucknecked was last seen in his Type 9 en route to HIP 54530 threatening to perform surgery and create a new pair of dangly earrings when he catches up with the man who's caused so much pain for his beloved Lake on Spaceways. We're going to keep this item short, much like the war in Bernard's Star as we have no wish to crow in a juvenile fashion about the defeat of the 10th Fleet. We've decided that words such as crushing, inevitable and jumped up have no place in a serious and balanced news article, and the champagne that's being opened is bound to be because it's someone's birthday. Thank you, truckers, for your efforts in seeing off these attempted parvenus. We bear the 10th Fleet no ill will, of course, and wish them every success in their future endeavours once they find something on their list of things to try that they're good at. The good news is that they can cross combat off that list. Lou's disappeared. He was here earlier, but I noticed he was wearing his good suit. So he's either going for a job interview, or it's the courts. Again. There are some notes here, but um, they're scribbled on what looks like Chinagraph pencil on a blooming fax. Let's hope the date is more up to date than his equipment. Don't give me that look, Norma. You know what I mean. It's all hands to the pump. Quite literally in Alpha Centauri. As we're in a drought state. Worse than that time we left Cecil in charge of the keys to the drinks cabinet. People, this is serious. We need grain, fruit and vegetables, food cartridges, fish, synthetic meat and mineral extractors. And of course, you can drop them off at Aldin Prospect, unless you're coming here to visit a relative. Nice. But I don't see how that alleviates a drought, which is of course why I normally leave this to Lou and Graham MK. If you do make it all the way out to your favourite orbital, then wine and beer are very much on the wanted list here. Most other systems look good, but if you're bored, Bernard Star, Y0855-0714 and Wolf359 need a bit of work. If you're out in Colonia or thinking of heading that way soon, King Hanky reports that Hot coal bounty hunting credits should be handed in at Eel Procol Centauri. Missions and passenger missions for hot coal in Eel Procol Centauri, Doriso, uh, Pythias, and Tyr. Buy low and sell high in Eel Procol Centauri, Doriso, and Tyr, Dollar Depot systems. Exploration data can be cached in at Eel Procol Centauri, Doriso, and Tyr, Dollar Depot only. Please keep up the great work. And remember, if in doubt, post a message to King Hanky regarding any data. If you're in, if you're a colonial denizen, uh, and that looks like a lot for you to do, 
and you can only manage one task, then work in tier by taking needed food and machinery to Dollar Station, as we are an infrastructure failure. Right, that's enough of that. I can feel the 34th century beckoning. Here are the current events that we know about that are being organised by the Elite Dangerous community. The Buckyball races have an event. Perhaps we should save reporting for a day when they don't have an event. That's still got a few days to run, combining flying, driving and avoiding Thargoids, all under the guise of checking out Thargoid bases on behalf of Canon Research, but we're afraid that you can't claim expenses. It's still ongoing until Sunday 14th of February, but you can find out all you need to know in their forum post, which you can get to from bit.ly slash tsscramble. Here's advance notice of an event on Saturday, February 20th, organised by Commander Venetia, but it's definitely not for Hawk Boxes, it's a small ship bounty hunting event, and Commander Venetia writes, This event will start at 4pm EST, 9pm UK time. We will be heading to Wolf 1481 for bounty hunting. We will only be using small ships for this trip, so make sure to outfit and engineer a good one. We will turn in bounties at Velasquez for Hutton and the rest at the Alvin's Port Carrier. We will be launching from the port, so make sure to head there before the event. See you all there. Details are on the events tab of our Facebook page. Eros Maidlung's FCM Isfahan Megajin Wonder event continues apace, or at least as fast as any journey where you have to stop and get a vote before making every move. You can still find details in our Facebook events tab, and wherever the fleet carrier eventually arrives, assuming that it does eventually make it somewhere, everyone on board can feel happy in the knowledge that the destination was arrived at democratically and I bet that none of them ever want to see a referendum again in their lives, but at the moment we know that they're ending up veering off course to visit the Triffid of the North Nebula, and plans for the next jump will come in the next couple of days. Did we miss an event that you know about? Or even worse, did we ignore one that you're organising? So be proactive and let us know about your event and we'll make sure to give it a big shout out in our show. And that's the news. Well done, everybody. Well, that was really, really good. Well, that was that was fun. Yeah. Should we, we do some bits of chatty chatty stuff? It's always fun. Yes, it is. No one, no well, one was harmed in the presentation of this week's news, which is always a bonus. <laughs> yes, I've, I've got a special soft board to bang my head against. <laughs> that's how you write the stories. Ah. Yes. Oh, that's a keyboard, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they had to go out somewhere. I can't use my fingers. No. Yeah. That's no. how I do my my messaging. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, when Mia sends a message, just look at every other... It's in code, it must be, because only every other yeah. letter makes any kind of sense. I, you, I think you'll find that if you look, the letter that you actually want is always within one letter of what you actually, uh, what I've actually typed. So, you know... Yeah, well, 
that, that Russian training in cryptography served you very well so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and fart finger syndrome's helped with the rest. Fart finger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, fat finger as well, but you know, mainly fat fingers. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, what have we got? What have we got to mm. chat about? Oh, um, mm. Our our favourite um, Antarctic ship, the is our the one that's got all the mugs on board and doing all the science. Never mind stuff. that. What's your well, second favourite Antarctic ship? <laughs> <laughs> the endurance. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Um, sh- something, something with Shackleton in it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're off. They're off. Uh, yes, yesterday they left the from Earth Hobart Earth. for for the mm. Antarctica. Yeah, you, you got to say it proper. It's hashtag Hobart for hashtag Antarctica. Antarctica. Yes, mm. yes. Um, and it, there they are in the middle of the most inhospitable place on Earth, and they still have a mask on. That'll teach you people, right? Uh, <laughs> and that looks like I'm sure it keeps them warmer, though. We are. Yeah, they are. They are on the. On, tw- on there, on the video, I'm showing picture of the actual ship with the actual Cobra Mark III uh, on the hel- helipad at the front there, which is um, entirely to scale. It's entirely true. Nothing, nothing photoshopped mm. in that whatsoever. Nothing, yeah, nothing hokey here. <laughs> no, nothing for it. Uh, so yes, they're off to resupply Davis and Mawson research stations. I am sure we will get some nice pictures from them. But as you might remember, their internet access is. Um, Worse than being out in the, the countryside of England. It's is, almost non-existent. Is that the, help me, I'm lost in Antarctica red paint job? Yes, well, <laughs> yeah, red stands out against like the white the quite well. Yeah. Boaty, Boaty McShip face paint job. Yes. Yeah. And, and and that, that's the official <laughs> name. And yeah, he wasn't that drunk. And there's a ship <laughs> kit on the top he that's was... actually what, you, what the, what the Cobra's sitting on, obviously. Oh, ship, yes. Yes, no, yes. Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. Okay, the good. other ah. thing we have going up, that going for gold too, you may have seen that the patches have arrived. Uh, patches look fantastic, don't they? They look so good. There's a picture of them. So uh, they're nearly ready to be sent out. I've, we've still got quite a few people to ask for their decals, but we still have two pilots out there who have not yet sent in their Earth address to be able to get their going for gold patches. That's Evo Flash and Fantastic Mr Fox 77. If either of you are listening, or if anybody listening knows these people, do tell them to write to I took part at HuttonOrbital.com so that we can actually uh, get ready to send their, well, FTM Mustang can send the patch to Mm. them. Yeah. Yeah. And just just for information, when you look at the picture, FTM Mustang doesn't have tiny hands. It's just quite a big patch. I'm going to use mine as a back patch in my jacket, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're a billionaire, you've got to show off somehow, haven't you? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, a quick question. What is this whiskey for explorers? This um, has me intrigued. That's, that's good. There's something I just, as I was looking, I don't know, something caught my eye was, as I was um, going through stuff earlier this week. And it, there's, a, there's a company called Flaviar or Flaviar, F-L-A-V-I-A-R, and it's a whiskey club for explorers at heart. And, Ooh, okay. and that sounded really good. Then I realised it's nothing to do with going out there. It's actually exploring different options, even though they do Aww. have a picture of a biplane uh-huh. on there. Yeah. But, who, so, drinks, but, who drinks whiskey in a biplane these days? Well, no, not if it goes upside down because it all falls out. Yeah. Well, not in space it won't. You'll be fine in your asp. Oh, yeah. Yes. Not, in, in space, no one can hear Cecil saying, I'll have that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
You need to drink it from a toothpaste tube with a, a straw attached to the head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do here probably, so I don't spill any. Yes, probably for the best anyway. <laughs> uh, talking about other, other um, off-the-wall news here, there was a thing in the BBC News today, pigs can play video games with their snouts, scientists find. That's yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, so, uh, so next time that's you're beaten, <laughs> next time you're beaten, <laughs> if you're ganked, it could be a pig that's done it to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I usually call them pigs. <laughs> yeah. A tenth fleet yeah. Uh, connection there. No, 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 no. We we need to be magnanimous to these poor people. I know <laughs> they tried. <laughs> we no, need to be as contractual. As flies, um, uh, you know, as flies to the gods. Pig, this is surprised yeah. me. Mm. Pig, pigs are very intelligent. Pigs are clever animals. Say that to my bacon sandwich on Sunday. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, do you know, send me your bacon sandwich then. <laughs> okay. You might not eat it once I know. I, know I, I don't mm, care. Bacon. Mmm, bacon. Mm. Uh, yeah. But piggies are clever. They're as clever as a dog, at least. Let's just take a few moments to think about bacon. Mm. Mm. I'll be back in so ten minutes. Bacon. <laughs> yes. mm. That's what this table is. You better not be off to. You better not be off to the loo with that with that picture of bacon monthly. It's going to have the same effect as chocolate for me. Well, it, it depends oh. which depends which kind of sandwich you're putting it in. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate coated bacon. <laughs> it's actually really good, and and it's. Um, <laughs> I should have known it was a real thing, and you would have tried next week's gal uh, food digest. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate flavored bacon is awesome. It's the same if you drench it in maple syrup. Bacon is awesome. The sweet and savory really complement each other. But you can also get. I mean, like if if like me, you do things like vape. You can get bacon flavored vape liquid and everything. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I have Just done crowds of people following you down the street. I have done, um, you know, bacon on American style pancakes. Yeah. I've oh, done yeah, yeah. bacon in yes. American style pancakes. Take mm, the bacon yeah. and coat, coat it in maple syrup, and then you cook it in the batter. So you Inside, end up with a long, yeah. long. That's quite nice. Yes. So good. And then stick that in a sandwich. And candy bacon, bacon is good as well. Bacon and cabbage. cabbage. You're on Hutton Orbital. It's so versatile. Bacon and cabbage is a good idea because then you can't taste the cabbage. Well, Make sure you eat your greens. Makes it taste yeah. of something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> talking of talking of eating, did you yes. see this? See this thing? Um, Alvin's um, lackey, um, Mister Snoswell, um, rather may, may very well have um, committed laissez majeste this this week because he went and bought dentist sticks for Alvin, but for the larger dog. For the twenty-five kilos and up, which is um, which is about what each your dog, your dog um, bear. Uh, no. each each of the each of the legs weigh about twenty-five kilos, don't they? Yeah, commander commander bears about seventy to seventy-five kilos. <laughs> but he says he's not fat; he's just big boned. His dad says so. And if and if you don't like it, he'll just sit on you. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. <laughs> yeah, in oh. fact. We have to get him the big, big ones because if you get the normal size ones, the crows steal them. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Crows. <laughs> oh. 
There's like bone the crows. Yeah, the days must just fly yeah. past. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. But those are the bits of nonsense that I found. Has anybody else seen anything happen this week? It's, it seems to be out, out and about. It seems a very quiet week, um, elite-wise, doesn't it? Everybody's doing CGs. Even a certain person mm. hasn't... Um, got the bounties this week hardly appeared at all they must be off on their holidays yeah I, I wondered about that as well imagine my surprise mm, when yeah. I saw that <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even look I normally you've got your copy and you paste set up week after week after week yeah, and the winner on. is yeah oh well, yeah. Uh, well Shocker, that's a surprise the Scottish yes. sports supporters would say <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for people later on <laughs> unless they bothered to look at the website oh yeah no not anymore it's not no <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh yes okay alright I may have given that away um, <laughs> it could be it could be a cunning plan though don't cash them in this week so you effectively cash two weeks within in the following week and you're guaranteed to win do it, he's do pretty it. much guaranteed to win anyway. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Chips and just, so cunning uh, you yeah. cut your teeth on it. Yes. That's right. it more cunning than a cunning thing with cunning juice, as it were. No, that's, yes. I'm going to stop that right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. See, this goes well. we don't want to. Do, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, right. On, on that note. <laughs> yes. On that note. Yes. Um, shall we continue? I think it's time that we Oh, did. do we have to? Yes. I think we could. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to get myself ready here. And I would just set any biscuits all night as well. I'm still thinking about bacon. Yeah, well, turn oh, your microphones yeah. off if you're eating, please. Caramel I'm bacon. About chocolate. Mm. Candied bacon. Chocolate. Oh, bacon. People. <laughs> Hutton Orbital well. Services. Thank you. I think that's the wrong thing, isn't it? <laughs> this is a staff announcement. Ah, to random. Ventura, please report to the parade with his pan pipes. The broken loose again. Okay, and on we jolly well go. And now it's time to hand over to Commanders Wotherspoon and Beetlejude. The specialty digestion act that goes down a storm every August when they appear in Florida. This week, they're taking a leaf out of the playbook by Penn and Teller. You'll see what I mean in a minute. And with nothing up their sleeve but a spare hanky, no, not him. Please, a round of applause for Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 11th of February. 3307. It's Beetlejude and I'm reading this because of a spider. I'm sorry you've got to put up with me. We read the news. Well, I do. So you don't have to. Well, Wotherspoon doesn't. In this week's news. Save Lacon celebration short-lived. Supreme Executive Rochester. Enhanced racks for everyone. Save Lacon celebration short-lived. The campaign to keep Lacon local proclaimed victory yesterday, only to discover that Sirius Corporation has its eye on the ailing spacecraft manufacturer. Core Dynamics withdrew from its takeover of Lacon Spaceways at the 11th hour last night after its CEO, 
Jupiter Rochester was implicated in a plot to blow up Federal President Halsey. Rochester is currently otherwise engaged. However, it was only minutes before the celebrating explorers, bulk traders and Thargoid botherers learned that Sirius Corporation has stepped in to take the place of Core Dynamics as a potential purchaser of the venerable manufacturer of robust, field-maintainable spaceships. Sirius Corporation has a reputation for simultaneously heavy-handed and underhand operations, such as the attempt to intimidate engineer Ramtar into an exclusivity deal in 3304 and its industrial espionage and sabotage operation against smaller competitor Metadrive Inc. in 3302. It has a large private navy and is not afraid to use it to encourage independent systems to buy from Sirius's extensive product catalogue. It is too early to say at this stage what impact the implications of Sirius's taking on Lacon's debt and its ongoing operations, or whether the takeover will go ahead at all, but it creates continued uncertainty at a time of turmoil within the galaxy. Supreme Executive Rochester Jupiter Rochester, until yesterday the CEO of Core Dynamics, has fled the Federation and is currently holed up in HIP 54530, protected by his minions, the so-called Jupiter Division of Loyalists who fled with him from Core Dynamics. He is accused of having bribed former Fleet Admiral Lucas Vincent with vast amounts of credits to assassinate President Halsey in May 3301 something that Vincent failed to do, but President Hudson replaced Halsey anyway, and Vincent kept all the money and is now serving a life sentence. Because that's what happens when you try to murder a serving federal president. And good riddance. Pitched against Supreme Executive Rochester's forces is a task force commissioned by the Federal Intelligence Navy and coordinated by the Silver Legal Group, a collection of lawyers who famously represent their clients dressed as cats. <laughs> it's the word cat, that's what's done it. A new plan to arrest Rochester and return him to the Federation for a very short trial, followed by a very long sentence, even longer than this one. Rochester's plan is apparently to take over the entire Federation and run it as a mega-mega corporation, sweeping away all the petty bureaucracy and human rights, such as they are, in the process. We have until early on Wednesday next week to influence the outcome of this potentially titanic struggle. Rochester behind bars? Or Rochester as leader of the largest superpower in the galaxy? A lot hangs on the coming week's work. Enhance racks for everyone. Engineer Liz Ryder is reported to be delighted by the huge pile of mind ore delivered to the Arabia Blue Mafia at Wirra Flirble over the past week. She wants to make her Ryder racks, hyper-engineered lightweight and high-capacity missile launchers, available to everyone. And after this splendid showing, she is able to press on with the plan. From the 12th of February, anyone can turn up at a human technology broker with 10 proto-light alloys, 12 conductive ceramics, 14 hybrid capacitors, 16 phosphorus and 6 osmium and get one of these delightfully sleek, desirable and moderately deadly modules. 
if you want two, you'll need twice the materials. This bargain can only last for two weeks, so make sure you don't regret missing out. Anyone who earned a module by coming in the top 75% of contributors is reminded to make sure they have at least one module storage slot free, because otherwise you won't get your module. Don't come moaning to me that I didn't tell you, because I did. Well, the spoon didn't, I did. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. I read the news so you don't have to. Sirius. 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 Thank you, Commander Von Arseface Beetlejude. Don't you wish that Wotherspoon would just keep quiet for a moment and let you get a word with it in edgeways? Before we hand over the reins to the merciless killing machine that is Flossie, we've got something from the archives. Of all the beauty spots in the galaxy, I bet the one place you've never thought you'd visit is Epsilon Eridani, and probably with good reason. However, we're going to play a short introduction to the place that's sure to affect you profoundly, if only via your gag reflex. Hey there, Commander. Are you looking for your next vacation spot? A nice place to take the family to relax? Maybe you're a newlywed looking for the perfect spot for your honeymoon, or just a trucker looking for the best place to pick up agricultural products? Well, jump on over to Epsilon Eridani, located only 10.52 light years from Sol, where you can visit the historical planet of New California, one of the first planets to ever be terraformed by the Cisco Corporation in 2958 and home of the Worldcraft theme park. While you're there, stop in at Fortress Cousins and make sure to pick up some of the finest agricultural commodities credits can buy. We have animal meat, fish, tea, and coffee. We have grain, algae, fruit, and vegetables. Make sure to check out our liquor store stocking beer, liquor, wine, and tobacco. If you're looking for textiles, we also have leather and natural fabrics. If you're a trucker jumping into our system, we will buy your crop harvesters, marine equipment, atmospheric processors, and your water purifiers. We'll buy agri-medicines, advanced medicines, and also your basic medicines. Are you just starting your trucking career? We'll stop in at Weird Wally Starship Emporium, where we have Cobra Mark 3s, Type 6s, and Type 7s. He'll pay at least 500 credits for your trade-in, no matter how many light years are on the odometer. We have the outfitters to get you going, and best of all, if you act now, we'll even sell you a planetary vehicle hangar, equipped with your own SRV. Where on Goldstein's Rock, you can find plenty of arsenic, maybe some niobium, molybdenum, or even some ytterbium. Or you can even hop over to Major's Mine, where you might just find molybdenum, tungsten, or even technetium. So what are you waiting for? Visit Epsilon Eridani today. Act now. Prices and availability of goods are subject to change. We cannot be held responsible if you're inducted into a cult by the Mad Monks of Van Main and Star. Offer limited to Hutton Orbital truckers. Please contact Hutton Orbital and Alpha Satari for more details. It's Hello, Flossie here with 
this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CG Enhanced Missile Rack Initiative finished at just over Tier 4 with 2,321,505 tonnes collected by 5,719 participants. Anyone in top 75% or higher will receive a free Enhanced Missile Rack. I'm not sure what I'll do with mine though. Further racks will be available from human technology brokers in exchange for proto-radiolic alloys, conductive ceramics, hybrid capacitors, phosphorus and osmium at a discounted rate during the first two weeks following the CG, starting on 12th of February. As it finished at Tier 4, uh, 3 above the qualifying tier of Tier 1, this will mean uh, you only need 10 of the proto-radiolic alloys, 12 conductive ceramics, uh, 14 hybrid capacitors, 12 phosphorus, base, phosphorus and 6 osmium. That is if they don't count tier 1 as the first one. <laughs> um, anyway, this week's new CGs. The fight for the Silver Legal Group or Jupiter Division in the HIP 54530 system. Jupiter Division ships have engaged in battle with rival federal vessels in the HIP 54530 system. Loyalist former Corps Dynamics CEO Jupiter Rochester have built their own breakaway faction in HIP 54530. The FIA suspects that Jupiter Division agents first infiltrated the um, HIP 54530 Gold Universe Group years ago and permit-locked the system to conceal their efforts to overtake it from within. The self-appointed Supreme Executive Rochester declared, The Federation is choking to death on its outdated bureaucracy. Only corporate rule can save it. But first, the galactic community must protect my followers so I can establish a permanent base of operations. Jupiter Division has offered generous rewards to all, any pilots willing to help secure its presence in the HIP 54530 system by handing in combat bonds at the megaship's Victory Forge. Meanwhile, Director Theodore Sullivan of the Silver Legal Group announced we will not tolerate these criminals illegally controlling this system. Once victory is won, the Federation will be able to bring Rochester to justice. The Silver Legal Group has asked Federal Auxiliaries to support its efforts to degrade Jupiter Division's military force by handing in combat bonds at the Iron Wings of Justice megaship in the HIP 54530 system. The two factions have set out six-day campaigns which will end early on Wednesday the 17th of February. The Pilots' Federation had agreed to supply all ships participating in this conflict with temporary permits to, ac to access HIP 54530. These will expire early on Thursday the 18th of February. However, neither permanent nor temporary system permits apply to fleet carriers since they are capable of ferrying vessels which could evade detection and authorisation. If victorious, 
each tier beyond, beyond tier 1 will provide a 5% reduction to outfitting at Northrop Enterprise in HIP 54530 to those with access to the system, lasting for one month standing, starting on Friday 19th of February. The top 75% of contributors will be allocated a permanent system permit for HIP 54530 by Friday the 19th of February. Early on Thursday the 18th, the Jupiter Division megaship Victory's Forge will move to HIP 55014. If victorious, it will be authorised to issue permanent system permits to those who meet the requirements. And that's it for this week's CG News. Blossy told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. I can't help but feel that they should issue pilots with a calculator for these new CDs so you can work out your discount. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Rochester at the end of this for certain. Oh, I can see the apology officer through the glass. Must be because Mia drunk all the whiskey that was in it. So that means it's time for the Hutton Sports Report. How dare you, there's still a bit left in the Bolton lick. Anyway, welcome to this week's Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to be a bit gubbed this week. This week's events are cancelled due to the snow, or an outbreak, or leaves in the space lane, or a Thargoid incursion, or a rabid tiger in the reactor room, or an unidentified item in the bagging area. And so... We move to the classified results, so measure twice and cut once, see how the man cuts the new glass for your window, and if you get stuck, try switching it off and back on again. Oh, hang on, it's not working either. Does anyone know how to change the ribbon in a, te a T100 Telex teleprinter? Where, where does that bit go? Don't do that, you'll scratch the varnish. Like, look, can you hand crank it? Well, that's just rude. Hang on, here comes a mail coach. Sebadian, 23. Peter von Bummenface, 15. Chicks, 30. Lou Snockers, 18. Chicks, 628. Hidden Shallows, 229. Afri Rubio, 130. Belleran, 105. Fen Clack, 24. Attic 2, 20. Guthwine, 394. Ace McCool, 52. Hutton Academicals, nil. Civil Service Spreadsheets, nil. Airdrionians, nil. Gretna, love. Wolf 124, Wolf 124, sorry, Paramedicals, 3. Farmer's Star, second 11, Ben's got a bad leg, nil. Stats are not legally binding, are probably wrong, should not be taken seriously, and are to be disregarded immediately. Best turn the thing off now, because Harry's arms are getting tired. Right, sadly, it looks as if no one really did well enough for a decal. Ah, to hell with it. Decals for Halfbreed Rubio, Fen Clack, Hidden Shallows, and Peter Von Boomenface. Peter Von Boomenface only gets a decal if he comes on the show and tells his bike he's called Peter Von Boomenface. Please email... I took part at huttonorbital.com and arranged to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of 
some parquet flooring and a glue gun. You'll work it out. Well, there was one hut and run in the last seven days. Or maybe there wasn't. The thing still isn't working and I don't have a 50p to put inside of it. At one hour, 53 minutes and 12 seconds, it was nowhere near the record. Or was it? No, it wasn't. I've got a picture now, but it's in black and white. Could you do better than this week's winners? Or worse? Or the same? Right, the turny bit's jammed now. Anyway, answers on a postcard to 01-811-8055. Also, why not go to hot.forthemug.com and download a sign-up for the Hutton Helper to get your name on a grainy, black-and-white, flickery image that keeps cutting out. Let's face it, anything has to be better than wiring every piece of equipment up wrong and throwing the whole station into darkness. What's that burning smell? Anyway, back to the studio, if it's still there. Thank you, Mayor. We're going to go into the Galnet Food Digest now, but it's a little different today. We're showing you a remastered version of the very first Galnet Food Digest, updated with the proper music and with images to accompany Amelia's dulcet tones. So sit back and enjoy this. If you're listening to the podcast, we're planning to release this on YouTube. we bring you the latest riveting information from Golnet, our new weekly feature, the Golnet Food Digest. We try everything so you don't have to. I'm Amelia Hawke and tonight we're going to be looking at one of the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous cooking ingredients, the Ochoang chili. Normally sold to the public in tiny quantities as Ochoang chili paste, there are many imitators and pretenders to its crown but the original and best must be plucked straight from the plant. Due to the hazardous nature of these chilies, measuring a Google on the Scoville scale, yes, that has more zeros in it than the chat channel on a PvP combat broadcast, it is only licensed to be grown in one location of the galaxy, the station of Roddenberry Gateway in Ochuan. The plants themselves and their seeds are illegal to export, in order to prevent their use as weapons of ass destruction. My apologies, I lost a them there. But first, a salutary tale from one of the seasonal student pepper pickers here at Roddenbury. I visited him in the infirmary. It appears that this student had been hired as labor to harvest the chilies grown in special hydroponics labs in the outer rings of the Orbis. His briefing involved being given a set of welding gloves, some plastic goggles, a face mask, a set of shears, a trug, yes, that's a little basket with a handle, and being told to ensure that he didn't eat any of the chilies that he had picked. The Ochuang chili we have here is as red as a racing mamba and has a rigid surface reminiscent of the kind of planet that the buckyball racers like racing on. There's a slight haze around it, as if the atoms in the air are trying to stay as far away from it as possible. The plant doesn't suffer from pests too badly, though the red fly in its native habitat are particularly vicious and can leave you with a nasty rash. The student, 
as all of them do, set about the task enthusiastically at first, but after the first 20 or 30 harvested, became a little lackadaisical with things, possibly due to the dehydrating nature of the work. He'd been swinging away at his water bottle, sufficient to leave him in need of a visit to the nearest facilities. Ignoring the advice to enter the decontamination chamber before performing any ablutions, the student proceeded to enter the cubicle and, as one does, prepare one's equipment for drainage. In gloves, which had been picking the chilies. Station security stated that the scream could be heard right around the ring, and medics rushed to the location just in time to see the screaming student break out in a purple sweat, which duly ran into his eyes. One particularly nasty effect of the Ochuang chilies in their raw state is that most of the fluids in one's body do their best imitation of lava. It was at this point that parts of him started to swell. Not all at the same time, and in some kind of pulsing sequence that left him looking like a balloon animal made by a drunken clown who had never seen a dashand before, the medics broke open industrial savlon dispensers, coating the student in soothing salve and rolled him in the direction of the infirmary. It is said that he will be making a recovery in a month or two, once the humorous swelling and profuse sweating has gone down. But let this be a lesson to you. Always wash your hands. As for the flavor of these chilies, they're guaranteed to make even the most revolting kitchen concoction edible, mostly by burning the top layer of skin off your tongue. Next week on the Golnet Food Digest, we meet the beast behind the Mukajin Beast Feast and ask, is every part of the Mukajin Beast safe for you to eat? And also, even if it is safe, is it sensible? This is Amelia Hawke, very carefully removing her gloves. Tune in next week. It's nice to see how it's evolved after such such a while of doing it. That was quite a long time ago, that one, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, so very, very first one was June last year, I think. It was, um, yes, and at that point we didn't have the proper music for it and I don't know that we were doing very much in the way of visuals, certainly, you just sit there but so just dribbled on didn't i yeah I read it yeah. a bit like a newsreel yeah well i went back and edited the audio for that i think i got about 15 seconds out of it <laughs> of like, <laughs> gaps between things <laughs> at least um, right uh, that's right and uh, you'll it all sounds seamless because there there are no stumbles in this even if it took me 15 minutes to get one of the stumbles out, we got rid of them all. <laughs> you could have said any... Pre prefer to keep all those for the live parts. Yes. 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 That's, that's when we stumble. Yeah. Well, that that was very different, isn't it? Um, I hope people enjoyed that because I'd, I'd like to do it for uh, a lot of the old ones to start going through. It, bringing them back at some point, whether we do them in the show or not, we don't know. But obviously this week, uh, Vantian's really up to his eyeballs in all sorts of work and unfortunately could, couldn't find time for the first time in a very, very long time, couldn't find time to do uh, the uh, 
a new Galnet Food Digest, and we thought, well, this one's almost like new, especially this this length of time. People will have forgotten about it anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's been it's, re-shinied. Yes. It's good if you haven't heard it in a while, too. I mean, I don't think I'd, I remember the first one. I remember ones after that, but the first one's, you know, first one's the first one. It's a trip down yeah. memory lane. It certainly is, yeah. Yeah. And properly dangerous food stuff as well. Oh, yes. Oh, well, it looks good, every, everything, yes. we, everything we we do on the Galnet Food Digest, or at least to date, has been yeah. properly dangerous. I think there's only, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, it's surprising how much nastiness in just the food is out there. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's the food that's dangerous, and sometimes it's the association with the food. You know, like getting the food that's dangerous and things like that as well. But preparing it, I'm, yeah. I'm looking preparing forward it. to. I'm looking forward to non-dangerous food digest. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't say it has to be dangerous. It just says Galnet Food Digest. That's all. It, it does. Yeah, it doesn't say it has to be dangerous. But, so, yeah, but then you know, who's writing nice it? To get, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, exactly. I think somebody's trying yeah. to do away with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be danger in there. What's what's the point? No, and. I, Mr. Vantian puts in a huge amount of effort into making sure that all of the descriptions of the foodstuffs and everything that can happen is believable. He checks the gravity of the planet, the rotation, the light, oh, yeah, so all sorts of stuff. It, it It's mm. all perfectly believable. It's, uh, it's all like based in fact. Hutton, mostly like Hutton News. We, everything we say has got a basis in fact. None of these oh, yeah, things were made up it's entirely. There, there was, as we've probably seen, a, a, a lawyer in America who actually had a a cat filter turned on when he was yes. about when he was setting stuff up. There is a shortage of marijuana in Jamaica. Oh so, my god! Yeah, the poor souls. Thanks to tourists going and <laughs> tourists going and getting getting it, and then a bad bad drought. So, so yeah. the sports stats really were broken this week. Yes, with Antarius uh, is, um, is is looking at it. I think that yes, the hamster needs a bit more straw or a bit of kibble or something to. If you look, go on to hot.forthemug.com and look at last week's winners, it actually shows you the people from the week before. Uh, mm. During the show, I've also had Alex Zuno. See, we, we, it's not a show if we don't mention Alex Zuno. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex, Alex Zuno. Thank you very Alex much. Zuno. Uh, Alex, Alex Zuno. Alex Zuno. Alex Zuno. Everyone together. Alex Zuno. Yeah, Alex uh, reported that he just cashed in some bounties and it added to the, week, to the last week's total. Yeah, uh, and everything for week I, I two seven one added it to the happened. week before. So um, yeah, so the stats were very low this week, and I don't think it was because people weren't doing stuff. I think it was just because they they hadn't carried over. No, and I applaud you for giving out those decals for people who at least tried, even if the figures didn't bear it out. I think it's about oh, yeah. time. It's what's well, nice. It's better week after week after week when we don't give away any, and then sometimes we we get two or three people to win it, and then the little buggers never come and contact us for them. Yeah, but I'll get them. Well, I'm not paying for them. Yeah, quite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's me has to go and give them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking work for me. That's fine. <laughs> but I love doing it. Yeah, it, it says it here on my contract. <laughs> it did update um, on a day-to-day basis. It looks like the the record of whatever happened in the previous week just didn't didn't work. It's there's yeah. some there's some totals going on. So as long as the figures are still there on an individual daily basis, it's not yeah, they were. beyond the wit of Mr. Fusion to uh, it's absolutely beyond the money be. this week though. And I did put mm-hmm. a disclaimer in. Yeah, I put a disclaimer in, saying that they might all be wrong. I said might. 
they are all wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, it's what do you expect? nobody gets any money out of this. So. Yeah. But uh, we've got... Do you know what the rest is, do? <laughs> no, I have to pay. Yeah, my cheque arrived this morning. I wonder where my money came from. I spent, I spent all day today sitting in front of my computer doing writing scripts. I'm, I'm not like that, I, I need to sit down and do this stuff in ten minutes. It takes me all flipping day. I had to wait, wait, wait. I had to wait in, and the security van arriving with my bullion today. <laughs> it, you've got you've got a male cow in a van. <laughs> yeah, hasn't everyone? I had to do something with the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fool's gold. Yeah, well, I know if it's mine. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you know what? I think we're actually heading for a record. Yeah, the shortest show so, ever. The shortest show for quite some time, probably since my first show. Although yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going back a bit, I've just had a look back through on YouTube. Certainly, the shortest one we we've ever put up on YouTube. Anyway, it won't be if you keep waffling. Come on, no, no this should be our upload. This in no time then. <laughs> So uh, I think that was a fun show. I really enjoyed all of that. Almost nothing went wrong. Um, Seamless. Absolutely. Seamless. So I think Bacon. I think we're at the point in where we're we've run out of any other business, and we just it just uh, means that uh, Amelia, time to you to lead us in the chorus, please. For the mug. For the Journey too long, a cargo too small Profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more For the more For the more For the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more For the more For the more For the more Yeah, everybody's seen the trucker's song Flossie always seems to crash into the sun Skibble likes to pile it on the Xbox One Helping out the free, you know who leads us one Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody out For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Chucker song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's seen the Chucker song.
So give me a large pipe that I can line on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cause I'm too old, no journey too long Cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Uh, welcome back, chicks. I don't know what you did with your microphone, but did you did you put the five p in the meter? <clears throat> Yeah. Well, that all went rather seamless. Yes, it will. You, you'll be amazed how that's going to sound when Norm's edited it. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> mm.